Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Future Super Bowl watcher Sarge. That's me. Yes, the Super Bowl. So tantalizingly close. And uh, because of the uh, crisis that I had yesterday, our, my scheduling got all screwed up. So uh, this week, instead of L, we're getting Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. What's up? It's me. <laughs> I get to, Haley does not have the punchy, aggressive intro of L. But, no, <laughs> just say. I get to thank you somewhat in person for the uh, the Watkins merch you sent me. Uh, I have it. I I was like, I I remember talking briefly about it to my brother. I was like, I don't feel like I can wear this out in public because like 99% of people (laughs) are just like, what a, what a weird, like not around here political campaign shirt, but the people do know, oh boy, like they're extra going to know. And I will talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And I, I don't want that because that's how I go to jail. (laughs) I'll just be in a fight then because I've seen me and my partner have seen QAnon bumper stickers out here in the wild. Like they're not, not out here. Like in rural, like, well, oh, it doesn't I take mean, long to get into rural Missouri, but yeah, I was, I was going to say, it's not like Missouri is some bastion of blue liberals. Oh, no. like, oh my God. A QAnon bumper sticker. Oh, <laughs> my stars and garters. We are blood red. Our state uh, Senate just passed a bill to, not restrict gun ownership and gun handling by uh, children. So we can extra arm our, we, we didn't want to infringe upon the rights to arm the children. And uh, yeah. So yes, I, oh, I we need just, child soldiers. So. Yeah, obviously for the, the coming civil war. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, the shirt yeah. is what I'm saying. I think I, I just kind of have to I just keep it. <laughs> I just keep it on a bookshelf. I like it's not your fault. I'm glad I have it, but man, we talked about it on the pod. I got it, and I was like, "This is really lame, Ron. Like, this could be so much cooler." Like, it is crap. right. Yeah, I was. I was. I was disappointed in Ron, not in you. I want that very clear. I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad to have this," but like his hat. I have it right here. His hat yeah. is lame too. Look, five for oh, freedom. It's so cheap. Yeah. It's so yeah. Oh had a my bunch god! Of like, These are like felt letters. You can't tell, but <laughs> it's such a nothing oh, burger. Oh, uh, that's so... oh man! I love how busy the back of the hat is of the Ron Watkins twenty twenty two dot com. Holy shit! That's so boring, Ron. You couldn't put one Q on it, like hidden in there. No pizzazz. Yeah. Uh, Ron, he could have been like Ron Watkins, 17 points for American freedom or something, anything. I mean, throw him a bone, Ron. It's the <laughs> only thing you're known for is being the character is being the character you refuse to admit that you are. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> then he testified. No, his dad. Yeah, he's was... back on Twitter and boring. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Don't worry. We talk over each other all the time. Yeah, they're, they've always been. <laughs> like. It's not surprising at all. Uh, do we want to jump what into the amusement now that we're all here? 
No, no, no. We literally in the pre-game show talked about how we weren't doing the boosh right away. Oh, okay. We were going to work okay. on the fact that Haley is at the Super Bowl, and we were going to talk about the Super Bowl in our the fall talk segment. Super Bowl. It's true. I'm the at boosh. the Super Bowl right now. Okay. So, yeah. well, we, hey, hey, you, you, she's she's across the street from the stadium, basically. <laughs> they actually tore that stadium, or tore my dad's old farm down that he grew up on to build that stadium, so kind of. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. So Haley, yeah. Haley brought. I'm obviously uh, from Kansas City. The- We've mentioned it before. Haley brought up the the Chiefs. They're kind of racist. So, yes and no. There is a big billboard up that's like they they do. The Chiefs organization has disowned it, where the the whole stadium does the tomahawk chop. That's what they call it, and um, the the organization Whoa. has disowned it. Yeah, disavow. Yes. <laughs> they are I'm, just I'm, like. I'm, I'm, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, but they can't get the people at the stadium to stop. Uh, so <laughs> they, uh, there is, and this is the actual name of it, the the Missouri uh, Indian Association. They have uh, a building. They help with Native American rights here in Kansas City. They have a billboard up that says, change the name in the chop. And they protests and i'm doing air quotes here in front of the stadium most weekends but the protest is like five people with some very like anemic signs for so it's not so much of a protest uh it's just them being like hey yeah we're gonna have one knock it off it's the 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 the, what do you call like indigenous action here honestly though it's because like we have a quarter of Arizona is a reservation land. So, you know. Right. Did you guys see that guy that um, he was like, they were filming a segment for ESPN because like all the art for the Super Bowl is done by like indigenous artists here. And they're going to have like an indigenous performance, I think like to open the Super Bowl. And they were filming a commercial for ESPN for it. Like the dancers, um, in Scottsdale, which is the richest, it's um, it's a snobby yeah. area here. Yeah. <laughs> it's where all yeah. the rich people live. Um, so they were filming a segment out uh, out there um, on the like main strip, and a guy that owns a business that sells like probably fake native jewelry. Like, tell me, it's just turquoise um, and like and silver. Lots of turquoise. Yeah. Um. He came out while they were filming live on ESPN and was like, this is MAGA country. This is MAGA country. (laughs) And like calling them like fucking Indians. Mm. And then he started mocking them. Yeah. All on, all all on like dog, you're on TV. Like every film crew is here. (laughs) Oh man. That guy can can enjoy trying to fund his uh, business exclusively via MAGA bucks. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that kind of heat, that kind of heat doesn't go away when you when you pull shit like that. It's um, I mean, the, the it's not great. The gay cake guy is still dealing with that, and that's been what like ten years now. Like he, he, ten years, yeah. Uh, I think he, I just saw an article talking with him where he's just like almost exclusively gay couples come in to now and just like I want a, a cake from you and like. It's like it's ruined my life. Okay, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah, that, like you say, that that heat yeah, uh, does not go away. 
No, that that I mean that's literally fucking around and finding out. It's literally that. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna make a statement. Ooh, I'm MAGA. Ooh, I love Trump. And then it's like, oh wait. Uh, I actually liked money more than I liked Trump. Please, yeah. please, liberals, come to my fake Native American <laughs> jewelry store and buy crap from me. I, I I like making rent more than I like sucking up to Trump, it turns out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> also, you know how he tried to apologize? He offered a uh, peace pipe. <laughs> oh, God, what a tone-deaf idiot. Tony's like, oh, the white guy. Tony's like the whitest guy ever with like a, a, a gray ponytail. And just like, this is why he I'm definitely has ponytail energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm picturing. Um, so, Super Bowl's going well. Super good, Bowl's going good, well. It good. hasn't happened yet, but it's going well. Yeah. Pro Life Spider Man showed up. Did you guys see that? No. No, I'm here for Pro Life Spider Man. Tell, tell us all about him. Um. So, uh,. The stadium's actually in Glendale. It's actually, like, a little bit outside of Phoenix. But they also decorated, like, the downtown Phoenix area, which is where all the tall buildings are. Right and on. there's a big uh, chase building that has, like, a perfect little nook uh, all the way to the top. And this dude was spotted just scaling it without any gear. He was just kind of... Yeah. You know, when you're a kid and you like scoot up the wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was just doing that literally all the way up. Right. Um, he goes by Pro Life Spider Man. He was filming the whole way too. Like you could go look at his Instagram and like he's like halfway up. Look at this. I think I've heard of Pro Life Spider Man before. Cause I yeah, he, he does did, stunts like this. Yeah, he did some shit in California, and like they were talking about arresting him, and he was like, "I just do this shit to save the babies," and he and he gets to go on the right wing gr- uh, grifter grievance uh, thing. It's awesome. So yeah, I, I'm 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 aware of the man. Yeah, I, I guess that like a couple days before he came to Arizona, he was protesting a Walgreens in California. Protesting <laughs> a Walgreens, sure. To you take that? Yeah, Walgreens. you know because they have like birth control. Oh, oh just, yeah, like, literally because they sell Plan B. You know, like, they... that that's yeah. It. <laughs> He's one of those kind of guys. Cool, really, really God. fighting the fight. Um, I thought it was funny too that because he like raises money for like life action or whatever it's called uh like an anti-choice org um and it's like they were like sharing his videos and like dude one day he's gonna go splat yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is this is not gonna age well (laughs) yeah pro life dot 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 yeah yeah So, uh, yeah, so Sarge gets to enjoy uh, either having a, uh, because for me, the now uh, sad Patriot fan who will never know the joy of another Super Bowl in my lifetime, most likely, uh, I Sarge gets to either have uh, a happy moment from Glendale or a sad hmm. moment, because uh, those were the Super Bowls where the Patriots, A, lost their perfect season to the fucking Giants, and B, Malcolm Butler made the interception to beat the Seahawks. So we're <laughs> we went five hundred over there, but they were they were both games were pretty high stakes as it worked out. So so my um, more my, more exciting Super Bowl action at the back end of this thing, maybe maybe not. So my final thoughts on the Go Chiefs, ahead, real quick: we can <laughs> change the we can change the name tomorrow to like the Wolves, and I would be fine with it. And there would be some idiots, racist idiots in Missouri 
that wouldn't be happy with it. But I personally like, fuck it, change it to an animal uh, tomorrow, whatever. Um, they, <laughs> the chief's organization brought a bunch of in uh, tribes and indigenous people in, in the nineties and uh, took them around, uh, donated to a lot of charities and basically said, Hey, what do we need to get rid of? And they said this, this, and this, and they got rid of all those things. The, the name on the books comes from Kansas city. One of Kansas city's most famous mayors, Adriel Bartle. He was called the chief chief is not an actual native American term. That's something white people put on them. So that's how they rationalize and defend it all. But, um, so it, is it racist? Quotation marks. Yeah. If, if an indigenous person says they're offended, they are. And I can't tell them they're not. So could we change it to an animal tomorrow? Well, yeah. the, the problem, yeah, the, the problem isn't so much what you, what you just said all makes sense, but the problem is the fact that the stadium is arrowhead stadium yeah. and the KC logo <laughs> yes. has the arrow next to it. So it's like this, it's, it, it's like, look at this native, this primitive native American weapon that we have used for our t- team that we obviously got, now has Native American flavor to it. We got it rid of everything with a war bonnet or headdress on it. We got rid of that real quick. Just they were like within the first two years of the team, actually, yeah. they got rid of that. And they've yeah. tried, but it really is uh, still the end of the day kind of unfortunate. So uh, still better. I, I say that. Yeah. Still better than like oh, the Blackhawks. Yeah, better than the Washington races. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, and and the, and the Washington racisms now, but that's that I think is the power move. The power move is you become the Kansas City football team. You just take <laughs> it from Washington. You were like, "Hey Washington, you left that name on the table. It's ours now. Fuck you, morons." And I mean, it's just like I can just totally see Patrick Mahomes being like, "I'm the quarterback of the football team, the only true football team in America." And it'd be like, "Be boom, just go, just take it from him." Because they, they, they foolishly went to the terrible commander's name, which is awful and bad. And if you were gonna go that poor, stick with your weird name. Stick with football team. It was the right it was the right play. So enough of all this jibber jabber, which has gone on way too long. It's let's hit the moose boot. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. Uh, so I figure we'll start off with uh, the Grammys, the satanic <laughs> Grammys that uh, happened uh, over the weekend where uh, Sam Smith uh, did a performance of this, his song Unholy. And in order to really spice this up, uh, Sam wore a, a top hat with devil horns that was red and all of the dancers cool. were scantily clad in red devil leather and all that good stuff. And um, it was very party city. Nice. Party, <laughs> what do you mean, party city? You know, like party city, uh, Satan costume. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Was dime, this, was, this was dime store Satan. This was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like super aggressive. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, Sam Smith. It was just and, red. You know, yeah. it was red aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, Sam Smith and Kim Petraeus. Uh, perform- made this performance. Now, the one thing that made me laugh a lot about this was that you would think that QAnon, being the world's greatest researchers, would like chew down to the bone on this thing and and just suck the marrow out of the outrage that they could possibly get out of this. <laughs> and they failed. They really failed because I 
once I heard that the song was called Unholy, I rolled my eyes. And then I looked at the song and it's not this. And and you you would think that this song is like, oh, they're talking about demons and Satan. And it's actually about a guy cheating on his wife, basically. It's basically about a guy with a girl on the side going out to see his mistress and all that kind of stuff. The unholiness is infidelity. The unholiness is not the celebration of Moloch. But um, well, that's unfortunate. Says yes, me. That's yeah. hey. As our, no artist objective, they say. I say oh. it's about worshiping Moloch. Artists. That's fine. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, yeah, I as our resident Moloch worshiper, will <laughs> here to state. But uh, the thing that made this so funny to me is that the lyrics. So uh, Kim is portraying the, the the sugar baby that Sam's character is spending all his money on instead of giving it to his family and his wife. And when she's talking about uh, all of the money that he is lavishing on her, she says, uh, the lyrics is, mm, daddy, daddy, if you want to drop the Addy, give me love, give me Fendi, my, my Balenciaga daddy. Balenciaga Uh-oh. is actually in the lyrics, Uh-oh. and Not and good. and no one brought it up. I, I have seen zero QAnon promoters bring up that Balenciaga is actually in the lyrics because uh, they have the attention the, the span of also asked for Prada, right? Uh, Prada and Mumu are also brought up, and she lists a lot of designers that are expensive, but. You would think that these people who tried to make Balenciaga this big thing and it failed, like, want, they wanted to get their powerful outrage out over this dumb performance. And nope, not a single one of them I've seen has mentioned the Balenciaga name drop in the lyrics of the song. They're just like, oh. And uh, I saw Charlie Kirk and a bunch of other people being like, oh, look at this satanic bullshit. Oh, tell me we're not in a spiritual war in America right now. Blah, blah. The thing to me about all of this is if you are telling me that God and the devil are real, why hasn't God won already? <laughs> Where is, where's the, like, like that's the, coming. Like, yeah. yeah. But this is Give the, it time. Like, 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 oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, God. Works in, it's yep, two God more weeks. Works. Just two more weeks. Yep. Two more weeks. God works in mysterious ways. I, I get it. But this is, this is the problem. Uh, a dumb offended Christians and QAnon believers. Your, the story that you tell from your Bible makes this shit untenable and dumb because your God is all powerful, all knowing and all loving. So if that dude has a problem with anything, he can put his foot down right away and it's over. This isn't like one of the, like I just read so many things about QAnon where they're talking about, Oh, the devil's got his plans, but God's going to find a way to thwart him. And I'm like, really? That's like saying that a, a guy is robbing a bank, but Superman's going to find a way to stop him. It's like, no, Superman just flies down, rips the gun out of his hands and says, I'm Superman. Are you actually going to go with me? And the bank robber goes, no, I'm not, because you're Superman. You can literally subdue me with a thought. And then he surrenders, and it's over. Like, no one in the no one in DC Comics, when like a crime is happening, going, why doesn't Superman save me? Come on, Superman. They're like, wait. Give it a month or two. Superman will get, Superman will get around to it. No, he shows up. Shit's settled. It's done. It's over. Your character, Christian God, is more powerful than Superman times a million. He can do anything, anywhere, at any time with a thought. And yet, Sam Smith and uh, Kim Petraeus are able to do their devil thing on stage, and they aren't turned into pillars of salt. They are like we don't just have God going no bad wrong and it's it's over it's done with and it's just like 
that's what makes <laughs> me laugh so much about all this stuff. These people, these people are like, well, the deep state got all these Luciferian worshipers into power over centuries. What was God doing during those centuries? Was did God take a nap? Did God someone say, uh, it's 1870, I'm just plum tuckered out, you know, sleepy God and all that. I'm gonna wake up around 2030. Now, don't any Satan worshipers take power in the world while I'm taking a nap. Because if they do, when I wake up, oh boy, there's gonna be some fussing and tussing, let me tell you. And it's it's just the funniest thing to me that like this is like this is the religion you've created, and yet you want you 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 want an all-powerful God, but you also want to struggle. You can't have both. You just can't. It doesn't work that way. There's no sense to it logically. Uh, yeah. I the mean, Church but... of Satan called it mid. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing that's so funny about that is the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, like. If you actually look at the shit they like, quote unquote, believe in, it's just libertarianism and just using the First Amendment as a way to razzle dazzle Christians. It has nothing to do with worshiping the bad guy in the Bible. I mean, yeah, like I actually, I had some like, weir- I had some weirdo in my in my Twitter feed. I blocked him after a while because he was annoying me. But he was he, like, at one point, I was like, "Why are you talking to me?" And he's like, "Because I like to, I like to break with the rules of man." And he posted like <laughs> the rules of man from like the the satanic temple and it's like the rules of man are like super boring they're just like be courteous don't be a dick like most yeah. of them and like there's like there's, there's the one thing about like destroy him utterly or whatever which is like obviously done to make people get all ooh i'm so upset but it's just like yeah if you actually like look at the stuff those like people like uh claim to espouse it's all humanism it's all just like sort it's all secularism it's not we worship the loser in the Bible because that's something like a rational person would do. You read the Bible and you're like, mm, I'm not so sure about this God fellow, but the guy who gets his ass kicked, sign me up, baby. Sounds like a sounds like a winning plan. Wait, are you talking about because of the Well, you know, secularism is like Satanism. Sorry, we keep talking over each other. I think we're like a little laggy. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit out of sync. Not a big deal. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it doesn't make, yes, like QAnon continues and they're, they're constant clamoring for like, oh, the devil worshipers doesn't make any sense. We could, we can continue taking it to the very obvious punching back of Christian dogma. Uh, yes, the, it continues to not make a lot of sense, but QAnon and the deep state, they just invent new gods and devils and they constantly like, yeah, they're just constantly inventing new gods and devils and saying that the old ones are still here too. Right. QAnon is a religion and that religion needs a devil that is the deep state and it needs a Christian savior who is Donald Trump. And they want those sides to be fighting back and forth with each other. But then you make them dial it back a little, and yet we still have Christian God. And it's like, well, shouldn't Christian God be in, give Trump more pointers for how to win this thing? I mean, like, again, he's all-powerful, and he's chosen Trump to be his avatar. And he's got so, to die I mean, so hey, he can rise again. I'd be, I'd, I'm not calling for violence, that but is I'd be good. fine. <laughs> yeah. You have to suffer through. This is in the book. 
You have to the 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 good guy has to suffer through tribulations before he can win. It's the classic hero's journey. It's in the Bible as well. But like Jesus has got to die before he can win and like come back and show everybody. Uh, like I'm sure that's in the rationalization somewhere. But the, like uh, I did not watch the Grammys, so the, but the, I'm. Uh, were they just focused on they watch so much tv what (laughs) they watch so much tv for claiming to hate hollywood oh yeah yeah yeah, i didn't watch the grammys either (laughs) they're looking for the satanic stuff because they gotta they got only they can see it they gotta find all the dog whistles to show the rest of them Right. And, and that, and that's the thing that's like really kind of funny about this is that the, this situation is a very, uh, heads we win, tails you lose setup. Because when someone does a performance like that, they can be like, look, look, they're just, they're just throwing mm-hmm. it in your face. They're Satanists, all the <laughs> devil worshiping Moloch lovers. And then when Rihanna does something very unsatanic at the Super Bowl, they're going to be like, well, you know why Rihanna toned it down? Cause she knew we were onto her. Yeah, she yeah. can go full Satan, or else, else we're going to call her out. So, yep, we 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 made her button it up there, and so like, whatever level of Satanism happens in a performance, um, it's it is exactly the amount of Satanism that makes QAnon happy. It's all Satan. Yeah, it's, it's all Satan. Satan. It's all Satan all the way down. <laughs> Satan all the way down. Yep. What is what is so funny? Yeah. I was I was I was punching up to um, find our uh, for our first headline thing from um, when we switch over to the headlines, and um, I accidentally was on Truth, and a QAnon promoter uh, posted this thing. Literally, let us never forget who the real enemy is in our rescue to, in, our, in our fight to rescue children, save our republic, and expose these monsters. They worship Satan. The truth is ugly, but we must continue to expose this evil and uproot it from our world. We cannot rest until we see these satanic monsters brought to justice. Swift, just, swift, swift justice, which results in their death. And then he and he censored the A in death because apparently Truth Social doesn't like you calling for people to be murdered. Yeah, and um, <laughs> get some sued. And um, and my, I, I think I what I really enjoy about that is First Amendment. I'm allowed to worship whoever I want to worship if I'm not hurting anybody else. So it's like I'm allowed to be a law-abiding Satanist, and that is literally protected under the Constitution. Yeah. Because uh, in Illinois, in Chicago, at the I don't know if it's Chicago or not, but like basically at like the governor's mansion, every uh, winter, every Christmas season, they do these religious displays and. They bring the the major scene with uh, Mary and the and the baby Jesus for for Christians and the Jewish have the, the menorah and all that good stuff. The Church of Satan always brings something to be displayed <laughs> for, for this thing because they're like, "Hey, First Amendment, we get to put up something else because we're a religion too." And the um, the the Illinois like. Basically, Illinois puts up a sign saying the First Amendment requires that we allow this. Like the satanic display has to go up because yeah. we cannot prohibit it under First Amendment grounds. And uh, I don't remember what was recent. I don't remember more recent ones, but the one that I remember is there is a it was an outstretched arm, I believe, of a, a female arm, 
and a serpent was wrapped around the arm and the hand of the arm was holding an apple and uh, the caption was knowledge is the greatest gift. And that was their um, Christmas. That was their Christmas festivity display from the satanic, uh, from the church of Satan to uh, the good people of Illinois. Love it. And so it's like, I just love the idea again, just we're going to, again, there's no actual Satanists in America. Really? It's like, Twenty-five, like yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like actual worshippers of, yeah, actual worshippers of the bad guy in the Bible. Like you, you can't, you can't, you can't count them on two hands. There's not, there's, there's so few. But quote unquote organized satanic religions are just libertarian secularists who just want to do shit like that. Just want to use the First Amendment against Christians. That's it. That's all it is. As they I should. went to Satan Con and it was mostly chill people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, have, I, I can think of uh, two satanic serial killers. I can think of two. And I can think of, off, and this is off the top of my head, I can think of well over a dozen off the top of my head Christian serial killers who did everything espoused in the, in the name of God. So, uh, but, and, and one's like one of the Christian, a, a devout satanic ones is the night stalker and he was like genuinely insane so you know take that for what you will right that's the that's the other thing yeah that's the other thing is like the quote-unquote true satanists are usually mentally ill like uh, and not just i'm a rational person who worships the bad guy in the bible that's a thing that rational people do all the time so yeah also i feel like christians are kind of satanists because they kind of they believe they actually believe in satan yeah. Right, like just and 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 then the questions I always ask is why hasn't God killed the devil yet? Like why is that? It's a why? long story, okay. Right, it's a long right. story. It's gonna end in a big battle, okay? Right. Yeah. We gotta exactly. get to it. It's gonna be. Like, just give it a bit. Give it a minute. Right. Yeah. Just give, yeah. Any day now, God's gonna eventually gonna. <laughs> God's playing Angry Birds. At some point, he's gonna finish a level and he's gonna put the phone down and then he's gonna kick the devil's ass. It's gonna be great. <laughs> just just you wait. Yeah. So all that fun stuff. Let's move on to our uh, second topic, which is sort of breaking news, kind of, which is Elon (laughs) Musk is a giant piss baby. (laughs) That's not news. um, No, uh, but the the reporting about why he's a piss baby is news. Yes. But what happened happened recently was um, our boy Elon uh, broke Twitter yesterday. That was great. So Twitter was like (laughs) fucked up for about an hour. And I still and I still think some of the functionality is not working. It's like, literally let, not working for me. <laughs> I, I still can. I, I last night I still couldn't follow people. I, like I would just like pull up random people to follow, click on them, and, and all it would do is it would make the follow button wider, like the oval for follow. Because <laughs> it would, you, I would right. click on it, it would say following, and then it would just say follow, but it would still be the size of the following oval. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. I can make that oval slightly wider. Wonder bar. Thank God you paid $44 billion for that, Elon. So so that all happened. Uh, and then uh, today, uh, we, there's an article that's come out about the fact that our boy Elon, um, he was not getting the amount of engagement he wanted from his uh, tweets. And he wanted to know if he was being shadow banned by the platform he fucking owns deep state <laughs> yeah deep state nailed it the deep state snuck in and just like he's got deep state employees just messing with the algorithm not letting him get all the engagement he wants 
And when one of the engineers told him, yo, Elon, maybe, maybe your shit's just getting stale. Maybe you just <laughs> posting concerning or looking into it or, hey, I'm espousing. I want Twitter to be all views from all people, but also I'm letting Nick Fuentes and other sacks of shit back on the platform. Maybe your right wing bootlicking just isn't fucking juicing people up the way it used to. To which Elon replied by saying, you're fired. You're, you're fired. fired. Just, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you tell me I'm not getting my proper engagement? Nothing's stopping it. You're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> Don't make Elon sad. Oh, my God. I mean, just just absolutely the, the biggest child in the world. And uh, another part of the um, article read, there's times he's just awake late at night and says all sorts of things that don't make sense. And then he'll come to <laughs> oh, us Sam. and be like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Elon, yeah. so relatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this one person says they can't do this one thing on the platform, and then we have to run around chasing some outlier use, use case for one person. It doesn't make any sense. Which is basically them saying, cat turned, cat turned, why did Elon? And now we got to fix shit so cat turns happy. Cat turned or the quartering. Oh my God. Yeah. Cat turned or the quartering or Isles Miles, Ian Miles Chong or any of these other fucking idiots, uh, Glenn Greenwald or whoever. <laughs> Just some right wing hack, like pissed and moaned. And now Elon's like, oh no, gotta make you happy. Imagine paying $44 billion to lick Cat Turd's boots. <laughs> like, oh my God, Cat Turd, whatever you want, my new overlord. It's like, dude, you could have like literally like just thrown a party and invited Cat Turd and he would have kissed your ass. Like, oh, yeah, the same. You didn't have to yeah. do this. <laughs> you didn't have to own this fucking platform to get these people to talk to you. Like... Uh, I've said this before about Elon, but he is what we call in the wrestling business a money mark. Like uh, in ra in professional wrestling, you have like the big companies, and you'll have like smaller companies, like little independents, and there'll be these guys who like can rent out a gymnasium for a local high school and get like four or five hundred people in the building, and they aggressively overpay wash up wrestlers to come in and like fight people for them. And it's just like that kind of shit. And that's what Elon is. Only he's a very, very rich version of a money mark where it's like, I can, I can buy this Twitter and, and make right wingers love me. And it's like, yeah, great. Now, uh, like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and X-Pac are your best friends. Cause you're giving them fucking $10,000 to show up to kick some local kids head in wonder bar. Like, do you, have you seen the, the ongoing left wing grifter fight on Twitter? between Tim Pool and the quartering. I don't know. It's about some tweet that I do not understand. <laughs> like. Uh, I have not. Uh, left wing grift or right wing grift? Left wing. Sorry. Wait. You said left no, wing. I, I flipped it. I'm very dyslexic. It's right wing. It's a right wing grift. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> wow. A lot of times uh, no. they're pretty yeah, entertaining. I. I. I saw, um, I, I didn't see that one, but I saw like Isles Mayan Chung and uh, Cat Turd get into a fight. Oh, yeah, they that was like, great. Yeah, <laughs> they, were like, they were like, I don't even think of you. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you're even smaller than I am. It's like, I'm Cat Turd. I'm big time, baby. And it's like, oh, my God. That was because they were disagreeing about Trump calling DeSantis kind of a pedophile. 
on oh, True Social. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That'll that'll be if, if that if that's not in our news segment, that will definitely be a yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we will shoehorn the uh, Trump <laughs> shit into our news. That'll be our news story because uh, yeah, that that Trump on Truth Social has been a trip. And yeah, so uh, now yeah, let's just get right into the news. Now Fuck he's it, back on meta. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Damn right. <laughs> From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. So Donald Trump decided to have a weird quasi meltdown on Truth Social. Uh, a, he like live tweeted Biden's State of the Union and at times was very weirdly complimenting Biden. Like there were points where he was like, hey, Biden's, Biden's on a roll now. Biden's, um, Biden's putting down some serious shit here. I'm liking it. I'm liking the cut of his jib to other points. Like he was like, Jill Biden looking good. Got a nice dress on tonight. Good on you, Jill. Good, good first lady. And, and people were like, what the, what the fuck is Trump doing? Like literally his whole act is just screaming and yelling. So between his bizarre, like not like outright fangs out hatred of Biden. Uh, we also got Trump, um, deciding to uh, go just go at DeSantis in a really psychotic way where he posted photos of DeSantis with what appeared to be like high school girls. And this could have been from like when <laughs> like was like, I don't know if DeSantis was a teacher or an administrator or what exactly was the story, but I do believe there was like a logical, reasonable reason for why this, this photo exists. And the gist of Trump's arguments was was from QAnon people being like, hey, look, DeSantis is a pedophile or a groomer or whatever. And Trump was oh, like... No. <laughs> and Trump... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Trump was just like, say it ain't so, Ron. This can't be true, is it? And uh, DeSantis, uh, being terrible at politics and also like a fucking coward responded to all of this by being like, I ain't here to smear other Republicans. I'm here to give results to the people of Florida to fight Biden's woke agenda. And it's like, yeah, that's going to make Trump stop calling you a pedophile. Absolutely. Like, it, like um, I saw someone else mention this on uh, the Intertrons, but it's like, when Trump comes at you like this, you bring up the fact that you go like, hey, Trump's got some photos of with me with uh, teenage uh, teenage women, and here's the explanation for why that happened. What's Trump's explanation for hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, you just go there. You you, you go hard at Trump. You you can't do this shit where you try to like gingerly like tap dance around Trump. That doesn't. Has work. he ever made a statement? You punch on, him as hard as he. Has it Trump ever made a statement on Epstein? I don't remember. Uh, he wished Elaine Maxwell well when she was being uh, tried for her crimes, which was something that like got QAnon's hackles up. But then they immediately did the whole, <laughs> well, Trump has to appear at partials. So then when she gets convicted, it's a fair conviction. And then she goes to jail for forever. He doesn't actually mean it. And he's like, oh, I love Elaine. She's the best. Like trafficked all those young children for me. It was super awesome. I mean, it's just really. Uh weird i, I yeah. see uh trump just yeah trump just posted on truth social a new poll just came out at 70 62 percent but we never begin by playing prevent defense thank you and uh he then lists the poll where he's at 57 percent and DeSantis is at 28 percent. so uh 
Trump is just uh, like just throwing haymakers. He's just going. He's just going hog wild here to uh, let everybody know that Ron DeSantis sucks and is a pedophile and is awful and bad. And I'm great and incredible. And I'm going to win this nomination with ease. So uh, you all can just uh, totally um, get on the Trump train, the winning train, not the losing train that is DeSantis. <laughs> have you, there have you is seen a the, uh, Trump. Have you seen the, the, the Trump fundraiser for Trump, but it says it's for DeSantis. It's it's out there. He's sending. Oh it yeah, out. yeah. yeah. He he's like this. Is totally, yeah, I saw that. Where totally money for DeSantis, but it's for me, Trump, in very fine print at the bottom. That's great. Yeah, it's like let them fight. Oh God, uh, what the? Yes. Uh, oh my God. So Trump re- reposted a uh, photo of him on top of a giant Trump branded tank uh, holding like a whopper in one hand and a sword in the other. And it appears to be Mike Pence or I don't know, Roger Stone with a shirt reading big, big American flag energy. And Trump is wearing a WWE championship belt around his waist in this (laughs) photo. It is just the most ridiculous thing and Donald Trump saw that and was like, boom, reposting it. This would be like this would be like Biden getting like super into dark branded memes, just reposting all that shit on his presidential account. And you'd be like, Whoa, look at how everyone loves dark branded. I'm the greatest. <laughs> oh my God. And the thing is, is anyone anyone who's thinking that this is like not where the Trump 2024 campaign is going. You're all wrong. You're all wrong and you're stupid because <laughs> Trump is like, I, like a couple of weeks ago, people were like, oh, Trump's going to go back to Twitter. And it's like, maybe he will at some point. But truth is the thing that is his brand. It's like where he uh, is, where his money is made, basically. And I'm sure he's going to use Twitter, but he's not going to stop using truth. And all the people that kiss his ass on truth are queuing on lunatics. And the only thing those people know to do is to call people pedophiles. So they're going to post shit to Trump, be like, hey, Trump, this person you don't like or is running against you, pedophile. And Trump's going to see it and be like, yeah, that sounds good, retruth it. Boop. So, like, if you are running against Trump in the 2024 campaign, you will be called a pedophile. Just guaranteed, 100%. <laughs> you are a groomer, pedophile, Satanist. And then that- because that's all QAnon says about anybody. That sets the trap where if you and don't personal, respond to it, you're ignoring yes. it. If you do respond to it, you're giving it legitimacy. Yeah, but the, th- the way you have to respond to it is, again, Epstein. You just go right at Trump for Epstein, right at Trump for being mm. bros of Elaine Maxwell. Like It's like you, you have to just fight fire with fire and be like, look, I like his, these, these attacks on me are baseless and without merit and no evidence. But if anyone's like, uh, like, uh, but hey, if we're talking about this shit, sounds like some projection to me on the part of Mr. Trump because uh, he's the one that's buddy buddies with Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah. I mean, I just you just throw it right back at him, throw it right back at him because you've got the ammo. You literally you have the clips of him hanging out with Epstein. You have the quote of him being like, "Hey, Jeffrey likes to party and he likes his girls on the younger side." If you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's all there. I mean it's just like literally. 
Like, this is the ultimate glass chin that has ever existed in the world. Just waiting for someone to punch it. But Republicans are just so scared to punch that guy. It's incredible. It's absolutely wild. Like, 2016 was literally every Republican just tap dancing around him, being scared. While he was telling, he was like, Ted Cruz, your wife is ugly and your dad killed JFK. What are you going to do about it, bitch? And he was like, nothing. I ain't going to do anything about it. And he's just like, Marco Rubio, you're a little bitch. Your dick's small. I'm like me. I got a big dick. What are you going to do about it, Rubio? Nothing. And it's just like that. He just clowned them. He just like, he just like fucking walked around with this giant gorilla when he's an idiot. He, it, and Trump's like the biggest softy in the world. You say fucking anything to him, he starts crying. And yet Republicans just, for all their talk about, oh, be a man, be strong. Nope. Cowards. Cowards one and all. Absolutely scared to death of a bully. Yeah, you're not And they'll wrong. piss off the Trump caucus. You know, DeSantis won't go after Trump probably because he doesn't want to hurt his chances in the presidential he's election. He's going like, to have to go into the cage with him. The Trump caucus. I know. He's got to do – and he's boring. Like, I don't – he's got to do something to, like, make himself stand out in the actual election because I've seen him live and he's a he's fucking boring <laughs> he's fucking boring and trump's gonna just call him a pedophile and <laughs> walk all over him right that's the thing like you have to show people why you're the alternative to trump like you have to you have to you have to call him a pedophile you have to bring up the fact that biden kicked his ass you have to bring up the fact that hillary beat him by three million votes in the popular election you have to attack him and it, like, if you if you're worried about anything, well, guess what? Like, you got to do this. Like, you if you want to be the nominee, if you if, if DeSantis ever wants to be president, like that was the moment because I remember in 2012 when everyone and their mother was like, "Chris Christie, save us from Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney sucks shit. You're our only hope." And Christie was like. I'm going to let Romney lose to Obama. I'm going to keep my powder dry. I'm going to wait for 2016 in the open seat election. And like a, like a, like very quickly after Obama won re-election, the bridge scandal came out and destroyed Christie and he was damaged goods and his career was over. So it's like, if you're DeSantis and you're pulling all this shit with banning books and doing all this like authoritarian fascist shit, and then you were like, oh, I'm not going to run against Trump. I'll wait until 2028. It's like, guess what, buddy? By like 2025, some people are going to be out with some shit about you. They're going to fucking ruin you nationally. And you might still be like the little dictator of Florida, but President DeSantis, that'll be gone. That's going to be way out the window because uh, Chris Christie thought he could wait. And he found out, nope. And old tub of guts Christie is busy uh, kissing Trump's ass and being like, yeah, Trump may have tried to kill me with COVID, but I'll still vote for him if uh, he wins the nomination. It's like, yeah, great. That, that That's your life, DeSantis, just kissing Trump's ass until he's dead. Like, and, your and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either step, yeah. In the, step in the cage with him or kiss his ass. And I just think a lot of these people are realizing that that's maybe not a winning strategy anymore. I, I I will be I will be amazed if the Senate actually goes at him. He, like the, the the timidity that he has shown so far. I know we're still like over a year away from like anything really happening and all that kind of stuff. But if the Senate actually declares, like boy howdy, that declaration speech better be 
fuck Donald Trump and I'm the <laughs> get get on get on my back, motherfuckers, because I'm taking us to the White House because Trump can't do it. If he is not fire and brimstone at Trump, it is going to be light work for Trump to take care of him. DeSantis is going to be out by Super Tuesday, and it will be uncompetitive. And there'll be people being like, well, maybe DeSantis can be vice president. Like, nope, because Trump's going to – Trump wants a QAnon lady to be his vice president. Carrie Lake or Christy Neome from North from the Dakotas. I don't even remember which one, and I don't care. The Dakotas don't rate. You know, I don't, you, I don't know if they <laughs> pick the right state there. Sorry, Dakotas. Or or uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or uh, Tulsi Gabbard, but whoever. Trump's going to pick a lady to cynically try to pander to women and be like, hey, so what if I've outlawed abortion and now you're going to die from uh, all kinds of horrible things that will happen as a result of that? Uh, I got a lady vice president. That's good enough. Right, 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 you dames. Right, broads. Right? <laughs> like the scumbag fascists will be like, hey, it's good enough. It's good enough. Vote for him anyways. Weird mouth noises. Carrie's <laughs> talking about running for Senate. Yes. Oh, who was the McSally? Was that the lady who lost to both of them? She uh, lost. Yeah. To, yeah, she lost to Kelly and Cinema. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be the new McSally, just just running to lose to Democrats over and over again. Because it's like it's it's the whole state voting again. The whole state just voted against you. I don't think. I don't think yeah. this is. This is gonna work out. <laughs> this is gonna work like you want it to. <laughs> and the fact, the fact, I mean, the fact that fucking Katie Hobbs literally ran a campaign of not campaigning. The fact that let Lake lose was a working was a winning strategy. It's just like, oh my god, like you're literally you're so toxic and shitty. It's just it's wild to me that like that's a thing that like exists in our world. <sighs> So, uh, anyways, moving on from Mr. Trump, uh, guess what happened this week? There was a fucking balloon. There was a balloon. <laughs> it flew over America. It captivated a nation. The fucking it was, balloon. It the was a balloon with enough surveillance gear on it that it weighed as much. It was as big as two school buses, which, uh, this is important, it was well outside of the international treaties on weather balloons, because there are international treaties that allow for weather balloons strictly for weather observation to fly across other nations. It happens uh, and it has been accounted for, but they have to be under a certain size. This balloon was that too, <laughs> was way too big. And also China said, well, this was civilian owned and it was mainly, they literally said this mainly for weather observation, not in the treaty it says exclusively for weather observation, weather balloons are not a problem. But China said, well, this is mainly for weather observation. And America said, put on Leonard Skinner. We're going to shoot it down. <laughs> uh, and we we most likely jammed it the whole time. So they didn't collect any actionable data from Kansas City, St. Louis, everywhere else it flew over. It flew over Kansas City. There are pictures. I mean, there's way better tech than a balloon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it had a ton of you know? shit. Like, it had a ton of, uh, like, high-tech yeah. observational shit on it. We jammed it, most likely, the whole way. And then we sent out an F-22 to get an F-22's first mid-air kill. The F-22 has not participated in a dogfight yet. So this this balloon was the first uh, 
aerial combat that the F-22 that we spend billions of dollars on uh, has taken down. Killed Again. it. Yeah. Put on the Leonard Skinner. Uh, USA. USA. <laughs> so then the Navy and the Coast Guard were just there waiting for it. We picked it up. We got way more data from it than China did. So, And then China like chastised America for shooting it down and then had the fucking utter chrome-plated balls say, hey, can we have it back? And <laughs> China asked for it back. That, that's, that's, that's what came out today. And it's just like, fucking no. No, you can't have it back. It's ours now. Like, you you better just write this off as a <laughs> gift. Hope it wasn't expensive. Yeah. There's one over Central America yeah. right now, too. <laughs> which is not U.S. airspace. Uh, yeah. Uh, what you just said there just reminded me of the Joker. And by the way, the suit wasn't cheap. You want to know? You bought it. And it's just like... <laughs> Uh, um, you go ahead, Haley. What up? What up? Oh, I thought you said you were going to say something. So. No, I just, it's just yeah. it's funny. The balloon. We have a lot of weird uh, like surveillance shit in Arizona because we have the big vast desert. Um, so I just, it's just funny the freak out over the balloon when it's like we have shit out here that's like in the stratosphere surveilling us. Oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Going <laughs> other countries that it's not supposed to. Yeah. Haley's like, this shit's fucking Tuesday for me. I don't know what you people are talking yeah, we, about. Yeah, like Boeing and um what do you like all the big uh you know like military well, yeah Lockheed Martin. all that that's really big out here. And like we have like some of that's, the shit's like private. It's not even like from That's them. America spying on America. So yeah there's just a lot of interesting Yeah but like we also send it to like South America, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> so it's whatever. It's just nations doing nations things. Fuck all <laughs> nations. <laughs> then they. Well, then I we got the, that earlier when you. We got yeah. the splashback that uh, Trump let three spy balloons just sail across us uh, while he was in office because the Republicans, I don't know, tried to say something about shooting down the balloon. They're like, "Shut up, Trump let three of these things." Just That's so lame. He could have done like. He would have video propaganda. Yeah, could you imagine the party he would have had at the White House? He would have had them bring the balloon to the White House, like, look what I shot down. But no, he just let him sail on over. <laughs> well, that was the thing, was that like uh everyone was saying that Biden not shooting it down immediately made him a pussy and a bitch, and he sucked and he's weak. He didn't and want then, it to fall on um, Americans. Right. And and then there was this uh <laughs> So when, when it got shot down, uh, Biden got off of Air Force One and basically he gets off Air Force One and he walks over, basically just to give a statement to the assembled press that are waiting for him. And he was like, on Wednesday, I told him to shoot the damn thing down. And they said they would shoot it down as soon as it was safe. And they shot it down today. So that's great. So it's been shot down. It's done. Biden out. And then Biden walks away and they all yell at him questions that he ignores. But. But the thing that was so funny about it was like QAnon and right wing grifters were like Biden said to shoot it down Wednesday and was overruled by the military who's really running America. And it's like, no, that's not what Biden said. Biden said, I want that thing shot down. And then the military said, here are our list of options. And then Biden was go with that one. Like, <laughs> if Biden had literally said, shoot that thing down over land, fucking do it they would have done it. it. And then when it killed five or six people, they would have been like, 
well, Biden just got some people killed because he's a fucking cranky old man and a lunatic. And then the Republicans have been like, why didn't you shoot it over down over water, you fucking lunatic? What's wrong with you, Biden? Poor little Jimmy just got smushed by a weather balloon to Pris. So, I mean, like, it was very obvious what Biden said, and there was no ambiguity to it. But QAnon and these people just have to try to make a story out of something. Yeah. So they were just like, who's really running America? It's like the, the president. The president. The balloon. Yeah, <laughs> the balloons running. The balloon. <laughs> it was for a week. <laughs> You're balloon. not wrong. We all hail the balloon. <laughs> it was. Oh, that reminds me is that uh, so like Marjorie Taylor Greene wanted to take a balloon to the State of the Union, and apparently they <laughs> they asked Lauren Boebert like if she they asked Lauren Boebert if she was going to do anything at the State of the Union, and Boebert said not bring a giant white balloon. So the Boebert Green cat fight continues apace. So instead, she wore a very expensive stole. She wore fur. She wore big white fur to dress like a balloon. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not making her, that up. She dressed. Yeah, she wore her. She dressed like the balloon. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm not yes. joking. She said. She said she wore. She, <laughs> she did. She she wore that big white puffy In outfit. Honor of the balloon. Yeah, to remind people of the balloon. She said that's why she did it, and it's like, why? Oh, like the fallen. <laughs> yeah never never forget I, I, you made me laugh because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the pow mia flag but instead of like the american soldier trapped behind barbed wire it's just the balloon it's just a giant balloon <laughs> and there's like a fighter jet, there's, a, there's a fighter jet in the background about to shoot it down and it's just like <laughs> uh, we're making it that's the next that's your guys a shirt yeah, and, and, and on the, where it says POW, it says POP, and then uh, where it says MIA, it just says, like, BOL for balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the fallen. Remember what they took from us. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, fucking balloon. Uh, like, and then there was, a, there was a Republican in the House of Representatives who, like, got in front of the, the – body and gave a speech that the balloon was so disgraceful that uh, Biden and Harris need to resign in shame. It was like, Don't know like, about oh all that. God. What is... Uh, yeah, it was awesome. The, yeah, the guy gave a speech and he's like, this balloon terrorized people from Kansas City to South Carolina and the American people cannot deal with such weak leadership. I call on <laughs> President Biden and Vice President Harris to resign immediately. It's like, yeah, they're going to get right on that. <laughs> Biden's going to get in front of the American people yeah. and say, I failed you. The balloon's existence has proven me in, 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 unfit for the job. I will resign the presidency tomorrow. We're going to have President <laughs> McCarthy by next week. <laughs> you you got it, bud. Also, I feel that's an unfair characterization of the balloon. I think that was the most fun we've had as a nation all year. Yeah. <laughs> well, in quite a while. Short, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We know we're getting spied on by literally everybody, so it was fun. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, maybe as maybe as a nation, I mean, but uh, for you as a, as as a resident uh, as, as a resident of America's like burning hellscape that is Phoenix, uh, you guys got Kevin Durant. You're going to win the NBA title now. Oh yeah, something. I hear that's big news. Uh, even our mayor said something about it, so I'm like, oh, something's happening. Yeah, basically, uh, your your, your, uh, sports ball team, when it comes to uh, throwing the orange ball through the hoop, you're probably going to go to the finals now and may very likely win them. So uh, you you get to look forward to having the Super Bowl and perhaps perhaps the NBA championship in your neck of the woods very shortly. Oh, that's going to get brazy. 
We get yes. so excited when our teams actually do well. The Cardinals almost won the Super Bowl once, and we straight up like name renamed our high schools after them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, oh my god! Yeah, so Phoenix potential Phoenix potentially good at sports for the first time in forever. As Haley said, the Cardinals nearly won the title, and that was good enough for festivities across the land. Yeah, the, the one I, thing that's really it's great. <laughs> one thing that's really funny is that the one time. Uh, I can remember Phoenix or Arizona winning something was the one time Phoenix slash Arizona should not have won the thing because <laughs> you pricks beat the New York Yankees after nine 11. Oh, <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of that. We, we were the big, uh, we were the big disappointment. Energy. <laughs> you were the, like, the, the one time America rallies around the Yankees, the hated Yankees, because they're doing it for New York after 9-11. And in the World Series, the fucking Diamondbacks, who have no fans, no one cares about them, they fucking beat them. They beat the Yankees. They took the title. Fuck you, 9-11. Nothing. Nothing for you assholes. We're going to make giant rings with Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson as, like, giant as planes flying into buildings. Because that's what we think of you, New York, you piece of shit. If anybody has a shirt from that game i dm me yeah Haley wants some diamondbacks championship apparel from 2001 yes <laughs> yeah. oh great so yeah um <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so uh beyond all that and the cat fights of the state of the union we also uh the actual kind of meat and potatoes of the whole thing was that um, right now, uh, Biden basically uh, called out Republicans for being like, you know what we would like to do? Abolish Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. And Republicans are like, no, we don't. What are you talking about? Liar. Liar. And now, yeah. <laughs> and now, shockingly, our, our corporate controlled media, which sucks usually, is actually uh, posting the videos of Republicans being like, "Yeah, Social Security, fucking destroy it. We hate it. We we want old people on the street starving to death. That's that's the Republican view. MAGA, let's do this. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that was awesome. That um, that that's uh, that's where we're gonna be in the 24, 24 presidential campaign. Is Biden running on maintaining Social Security and Medicare for old people, and Donald Trump calling Joe Biden a pedophile? That's gonna be, and, oh, and that the twenty twenty election was stolen by mules and Dominion and whatever else, and by, and and Trump will probably be indicted by that point. And sleepy, don't forget I love sleepy. politics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sleepy. Uh, oh, and the other, th the last thing uh, I remember was that we had our Twitter files congressional hearings where um, the Republicans tried to make it out that Twitter was did the bad, awful things. And um, I think his name is Clay Higgins, but there was some Republican who literally like told the uh, Twitter representatives who were there that they knowingly and willingly conspired to screw with Trump in the election. And them saying knowingly was very interesting to me because Q loves the term knowingly. <laughs> and... And Clay was like, this is the hearings part. The arrests come later. Your lawyers know about all that. So we have we have a literal representative of the House of the U.S. House telling people, you're going to get arrested at some ill-defined point in the future. He's basically a QAnon supporter at this point. Just like, oh, there's going to be justice in a storm. And, <laughs> and um, 
while the Republicans were doing all that shit, uh, AOC was pointing out that libs of TikTok is still allowed on Twitter, even after getting people to phone in bomb threats to Boston Children's Hospital. Um, sure. Frost, the Gen Z, yeah, uh, Maxwell Frost, the Gen Z representative from Florida and a Democrat. We have to specify that any Florida politician is a Democrat. <laughs> everyone, everyone probably thinks that Florida is just this fascist hellscape, which it mostly is, but. There are some blue, little drips of blue in that sea of red. Um, Maxwell Frost got a Twitter representative to read into the record that Donald Trump was called a uh, a pussy ass bitch by Chrissy Teigen <laughs> yes. on Twitter, and, and that was him. a tweet that Trump, yeah, and asked Trump wanted that tweet down. taken down because it hurt his feelings. Yes, <laughs> you hurt my feelings calling me a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> That's literal First Amendment censorship. That's the, literally the government trying to take away your right to talk bad about them. But uh, weirdly, weirdly, Republicans didn't care about all that because they want to know why Cat Turd's been shadow banned. They want to see Hunter's dick. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all about Hunter talk. That's, uh, that's America's trenchant political discourse. That should be our new flag. <laughs> <laughs> Our new flag is just a coked out Hunter Biden with his dong just sticking out. Just yeah, oh yeah. That's, uh, the picture of him in the tub, passed out with the crack pipe. <laughs> yes, that's my new flag. That's <laughs> that's, that's my president. I'm for. <laughs> that's my president. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now it's time for your mailbag. <laughs> Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Cleodora Silver Street, Silver Street, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor asks, imagine for a moment that Ron Watkins, Michael Protzman, aka Negative 48, and Mike Lindell are characters in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> what is their stand and what are their powers? Oh, God. Um, All right. So I've never seen JoJo, but sorry, I'm just, I'll let you go. I'm no, just going to say, go I know that it's a drippy show. It's um, a drip that everybody's got drip in that show. That's the only thing I know about the show. And Ron Watkins has no drip, so I I don't know. I can't see him in the show. <gasps> yeah, it's like beautiful. I want to watch it. Yeah, he show he showed Sarge is showing me a photo of, of, of what is this? Is this a Blu-ray? This, Am I looking at is, a? No, this is a. This is the the oh, Jojo okay. Giorno Giovanni. Um. Oh my god, it's so it's so pretty. The. The sixth JoJo is Jolene, um, and oh, so you're like an expert. I I have seen all of it. I am a little behind the, the so all the stands after season three are named after bands or songs. So, um, uh, if the bad guy in part seven, um, Steel Ball Run, because each each big part is named, uh. Uh, has a different name. So the bad guy in part seven is the president of the United States of America. And his stand is my funny Valentine. Uh, I don't know what my funny Valentine does because uh, I haven't finished reading part seven. Uh, but the, uh, so Ron's, so the, the rules are this, all the stands are named after bands or a song, and then maybe has a related power, but like 
there's a stand called Moody Blues, and it just lets you have uh, post cognition. It just rewinds, like you can see what's happened somewhere. Uh, then there's one called uh, uh, Beach Boy, and it is a literal fishing pole that can the 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 hook and the line can move through things and like literally rip a person's heart out. Uh, so the, <laughs> here we are. Uh, born to be kings. Um, the, there's one called Killer Queen, uh, <laughs> and that one, like Killer Queen, has a lot of powers. <laughs> um, but uh, so what? What would Ron's be? Ron's stand would be something like God. It'd probably be like Daft Punk because he thinks he's super into computers and he's a programmer and it would let him impersonate people on the internet. And what were the, it was negative 48 on the chopping block. Um, he would negative 48. Be, yeah. He's the JFK guy. Yeah. He would be, um, <laughs> the, uh, dead Kennedy. Uh, that one lines. Itself. <laughs> um, and it would, Oh, it would let him do something with like rewriting the, like, Using num no, it'd be something with numbers, and I I don't know what. Um, like the stands get weirder the longer the show goes on, and um, the then he has to reset it, and the the like. So the stands get less weird because they got too weird uh, there after a while. Um, and Mike Lindell's would just be a pillow. It would be it would be a, it'd be it'd be a song. It'd be a song about sleeping, and it would just be a pillow. It'd be the wants. Mike Lindell song that he makes for his commercials. Oh, it'd be he has those uh, commercials where he has this be, little jingle. It'd be Enter Sandman, or just Sandman because I don't Ooh, think that's taken. There. That's perfect. Um, and you then, get this show. Jeez, uh, I don't know Create what it fantasy. would do. <laughs> That's the thing. Like the stands get so weird. There's one. No, no, it would knock people out. It's it would give you a discount hands. code to my pillow. What are you oh, talking it would be about? Discount, it's just discount codes. <laughs> yeah, it would just be discount codes on what yeah, I understand. It's discount codes. It'd be affiliate codes on what I understand to be like pretty okay pillows. <laughs> my my partner's mom had one, and she wanted to make sure we were okay using it. She goes, "I know you guys are really political," and we're like. Oh fucking care like you already paid for it <laughs> about my pillow <laughs> yeah it was a my pillow and she knew enough to knew that we <laughs> might not like it and we're like i was like oh, we don't actually care <laughs> like he's gonna get brought down anyway but yes i do know quite a bit about jojo's i have even more jojo's up on the shelf over there um it's so for Haley, it's almost all on netflix um you can watch it it gets so weird. Seasons one to it, they break it into more. I like weird. Okay. Season one is very short and is not very good. It is nine episodes. Season two is broken I he- up. I in- hear that. That's why I don't watch it. <laughs> season two is broken up into two parts. It is better. So if you start on season four on Netflix, Stardust Crusaders, that's when the stands show up. There are no stands before that, but the stands show up and you get right into it. Uh, and it is worth starting from there and then going back once you know the characters and watching them. But every season, the JoJo is a new JoJo. It's a generational thing. Um, and then like the grassy. Uh, yeah, but eventually, <laughs> in in part six, 
with Jolene. Uh, she is in a, a, a giant prison in Florida called um, Green Dolphin Street Prison. And she has everyone in the stand. Everyone in the prison uh, starts getting stands. So everyone's trapped in together with superpowers. And, uh, but like really weird superpowers. Like the ability to make other people shrink to the size of a doll. Um, that is uh, the stand. Uh, God, they, so when they translate it into English, they change them ever so slightly for legal reasons. So that's the stand cry cry dolls and not goo goo dolls. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> instead of uh, the main bad guy stand is uh, white snake. So they change it to pale snake. Um, but you, you catch on. Pretty oh, quick. God. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this yes. has been Jojo Corner. And I, I did answer your question at some point. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Jojo's yeah thank God. Okay. Jojo. Yeah, no shit. I, I, I was just let, I, I was just giving you a rope. I was just letting it's you pretty. Let do it. Yeah. Live I like the art. <laughs> yeah, the, the so, art only gets better uh, as it goes. What, what's so funny? What's so funny is like literally every time Sarge has held up something for you to comment on, I've been looking on Twitter for the next question. I never see the Jojo art. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, it's just flamboyant. I like it. It's yeah. colorful. Uh, Ken Stanchik yes. says, "Howdy, partners! Freddie Potatoes wants to know what is your favorite westerns." And we have a, pi- a picture of Freddie uh, Freddy Potatoes wearing a hat and uh, handkerchief as a uh, scarf. Uh, Freddie Potatoes is the adorable dog from last week. I don't know if ha- I don't know if Haley's oh, yeah. seen him, but uh, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, so yeah, Freddie wants to know what westerns we like. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Go ahead. Ooh, you want to go ahead? Because I'm uh, going to be negative. <laughs> I don't like westerns. <laughs> there are some good westerns out there. All the really old ones are pretty fucking racist and don't age well. Um, but uh, the, there was that Coen Brothers one on um, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. That one is very good. Um, the God, what was the the remake with Matt Damon and um God, the main character's name is like Rooster. Uh it's a remake. I I I like it, but I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. Matt Damon's in it. Um it's I know what you're talking about. I totally saw it and I was just like, it was mid to me. I don't know. It's a I good... think they're all kind of boring. It's a good <laughs> modern Western. You know but... what? Western. Go ahead. You know what? Western rocks, even though I don't like it, is Tombstone because we have Tombstone in Arizona. And like yeah. the whole town kind of just thinks they're in that movie. Like legit people move to that town because they like, that's my favorite movie. So they have a weird energy there that I like. I, the My favorite Western is Arizona itself. <laughs> yeah. The the problem with most westerns um, is they they look at it as like some sort of weird golden age and don't engage with yeah. all the the rampant misogyny and racism and genocide. Uh, or they think it's cool. Yeah. Um Tombstone is pretty good because they like I mean that's a pretty good western uh honestly. 
you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, it, it's rough. You have to engage with it as like this genre that doesn't see that sees this golden age of America and like think of it as like an alternate universe, really, because they do not engage with the truth at any point. But that's true of a lot of movies. So I, I don't know if you like westerns. There are some good ones out there. Um, oh, who's the big guy? I'm uh, sure there's one. There's all, all the <laughs> all the old ones. Why can't I think of his name? I'm just blanking on it. Um, the Duke. Sar- Sarge's inability to answer and name these things is the Duke. Yeah. The, Clint Eastwood. John yeah, Wayne, Clint, Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. No, not Clint Eastwood. John Wayne. John Wayne is a draft dodger. John, Fuck him. John Wayne. That's my. Uh, he draft yep. dodged oh, in yeah. World He's War nasty. II. Yeah. He draft dodged in World War II. So that was... fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my answer that actually is probably like uh, correct to the question would be uh, the quick and the dead. Uh, you get Gene Hackman chewing up scenery, Sharon Stone, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, it's a crazy movie about a quick draw tournament where people are being, are being murdered. You're like signing up to die in this event. And it's uh, a crazy sort of noir. Uh, Western. Does Rango count? I just Googled Westerns and I see Rango in there. Does that, I'll give does it that to count? you. Sure. Does Back sure. to the Future 3 There's count? A... No. No. Back to the Future 3? Rango, yes. Back to the Future 3, no. What genre is Back to the Future 3? Sci-fi. Sci-fi slash Western. Sci-fi. All right. Yeah. You, got hard, you got hard opinions on it, so I'll give it to you. Yeah, uh, I can't get and, that one. Uh, cool. No, and uh, the other thing I was, and if my cheating answer because it's the actual best thing ever is Deadwood, the television series. Deadwood is Ooh, fucking incredible. Yeah. Watch all three seasons of it. Watch all three seasons of it. Get mad that HBO canceled it because fuck HBO for canceling it. it oh, they canceled it. It it, it was they a bunch of legal stuff they behind made, they, in the background. Yeah, but whatever. Fuck them. They should have kept it going. True yes. Grit was the movie you were thinking of. True Grit. Thank you. The remake uh, of True Grit. Not the John Wayne original. Yeah. Oh, City Slickers. <laughs> you guys know City Slickers? Is that we, we are moving on. There will be no more dumb westerns yelled for no reason. Uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, uh, when Marjorie Taylor Greene becomes president, are we going to go Mad Max or Escape from New York style? Both. Mm-hmm. It depends where you live. I'll get Mad Max. People that live around you will get Escape from New York. I'm going with Fair. Escape from L.A. <laughs> that was the funner yeah. movie. Uh, is, is, Escape from L.A. was the sequel? Yeah, I mean, it's a sequel in that it, it features Snake Bliskin, but, like, it bears almost no uh, right yeah. no relation to it. They they surf a giant wave uh, into L.A. because L.A. is, like, separated from the coastal America because of an earthquake and it's just yes. like in no man's land. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going Escape from L.A. style. Uh, was that the one that had the uh, satellite at the end where they just turned off the world? Or was that New York? Maybe I don't remember the the actual impetus to escape from LA. I they hire Snake to go in and and do a thing that only Snake Bliskin can do. And which, which one do they hit? Which one do they give him the, the? They make him think he's been hit with a deadly virus, and he's got like forty eight hours to complete the mission. It's probably the Escape from LA, the second one. It's okay, been a very uh, long time since I've seen these. Because um, 
QAnon and all those people love talking about predictive programming, and I've ah. never and I've never heard anyone bring this up. But there's a scene from Escape from L.A., which is now what I know to be the movie, where uh, Pliskin is trying to uh, cajole people into working with him on the mission, and he's trying to bribe them. And the person he's trying to bribe is, oh, you're trying to give me those greenbacks? Uh, Overmore. There's there's, there's pretty potatoes. I just saw it. It's cute. But... uh, like the the guy says, "Are oh, you trying to give us those greenbacks?" And then Pliskin says, "No, bluebacks." And then they're like, "Oh shit!" Like the real money, the blue money. And then smash cut to like twenty years later, hundred dollar bills are blue. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like if any of these idiots ever had any culture, they could totally go predictive programming on that scene and being like, "Oh." Snake Plissken predicted that, that we would have blue money and it would be the real money, and now we do have it. Because oh. <laughs> they they love that shit. They, they're always looking at the Simpsons because the Simpsons predicted nine eleven and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Like there's that there's that whole cottage industry of the Simpsons predicted everything in our world. So uh, thank you for that question. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, "What is something comic book fans know that would shock those who aren't plugged into that hobby?" Um, God, this is a Sarge heavy mailbag. Yeah, thank, no, God, get thank God you're the one who showed up this week and not L. <laughs> uh, L would know this one too, just not the JoJo's one. Um, shock something. I don't know that. <laughs> um, probably the the battle over the name uh for Captain Marvel because DC had a Captain Marvel and Marvel wanted to get it back. Uh. I just the I don't know how much it would surprise people to find out like uh that like Jack Kirby designed like all these characters that you know and love and then died penniless uh the the same with how they treated the creators of Superman uh the same like the, the same with the co-creator of Batman he didn't get recognized until like 30 years after his death uh, and now it, if you see Batman in stuff in the credits, it'll say Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, Bill Finger. The only time while he was alive, his name was associated with Batman was on an episode of the Adam West TV show. Uh, and like no one knew until a million years later that he created, like he created the Joker and like a bunch, all the iconic villains, um, Oh, something that would like actively shock people. I don't know that like a lot of these things are just kind of known, but like just how the industry, Oh, that we have superhero comics because of gay panic. So, uh, when seduction of the innocent came out and the guy who wrote that fucking hack piece of book testified before Congress, he got basically every other comic book, banned so the only thing that comic book publishers could publish and sell anymore was superhero comics so we have superhero comics we have all these marvel movies and everything now because 50 years ago this homophobe testified before congress and it was probably longer than that and got everything else banned and we would we would have a way more like horror mystery and crime uh published but they like 
they literally wrote that comics could not depict criminals outsmarting the police. Like that was in the comics code authority for decades. That was just one of the many tenets because they, they hated all the horror and crime uh, comics that they were. And that's why uh, uh, Batwoman, the original Batwoman and Batgirl were created so that uh, Batman and Robin wouldn't be accused of being gay. Um, that and that that is a thing that I don't know if a lot of people know about. We have this superhero obsession because for like forty plus years, the only thing newsstands could carry and that could be published were superhero comics. So there we go. Man, you landed that plane. That it was real rocky there for a while. And then finally, yeah. finally, the plane came down. It was, oof, boy, that was. I was trying to think was... of something like actually interesting, and not that like Wolverine's name is James. <laughs> Thank you. Thank God. Uh, and and our, our final question from the actual mailbag is uh, from Let's All Look at Ducks. And how do you think the Q crowd will vote in the primary? Trump. That's really not even a question. It's Trump. Trump and Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, they, they're going to want Carrie to be the vice presidential nominee. You think she'll be? You think? I, I, I really, I doubt it a lot because I feel like, I feel like Trump might want her because like she, because uh, again, he's incredibly vain and he wants the prettiest woman to be his vice president. And, but <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like Jared and like his retinue of people he listens to, are going to tell him that like, if you pick her, we have to cross Arizona off our list and getting those 10, 12 electoral votes would be really nice. Having those in play would be sweet. So uh, maybe not tie an anchor around you. That is like bad that way. I think, uh, I think the Dakota governor lady is probably like the safest, most boring pick for him. Because uh, Tulsi Gabbard was a Democrat until recently, so like I think she's she's a little too controversial. Lake's a loser, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is. Oh man, if he picked Marjorie Taylor Greene, I would be the happiest clam in the sea. Do you, do you think she's actually hooking up with McCarthy? I just heard that. No. Rumor they fucking. <laughs> Any fucking cinema. <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm, that man's I'm, laying it. I'm, I'm I'm laughing mostly because uh, uh, what, there's that voice actor guy who's on YouTube, like uh, Pro ZR or whatever his name is. Pro ZD. Pro ZD, and he and he, and he has that video. He's like, "Oh, they fucking." It's just that's all I could think of when you said that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I. I just think that, like, Neom is the one who can say that, like, I was against lockdowns. North Dakota did great under COVID. I'm boring. I'm a lady. Vote for me. She's like female pets, basically. It's like, she, like, she ticks those boxes. Whereas if he picks Lake, he loses Arizona. and They don't want to do that. Tulsi Gabbard is way too controversial for his troglodyte QAnon base. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is, oh, my God, like, uh... Mike Rothschild, Travis View, all those guys are going to be like pulling up in their Lambos to their conventions, and like me, I probably, I probably get like a like a bonus check, like probably something happens to me where I get to sell a book or something because it's like if Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually the nominee for vice president, like holy shit, 
Like I'm going to, it's going to be like every, I said, I said this like last week or the week before about like her being potentially the vice president is it's just like this year and probably until like mid of 2024, no one in the media talks to me. I, I get DMS from very few people very often. Election season rolls around and telling you, hey, Mike Reigns, how you doing, buddy? Can we talk QAnon with you? And I'm like, yeah, we can talk about QAnon. It's my life. It's what I do. So it's like, oh, my God, Marjorie Taylor Greene fucking in the ballpark. It's like suddenly I'm the bell of the ball. Suddenly I'm going to get quoted in all kinds of news articles. Because, <laughs> like, there's only so much press that Mark, Ar- Mark Andre Argentino and Travis View and Mike Rothschild can do. Someone has to go for the, lo- the, uh, the lower tier schmucks. Yeah, the, the small expert, you know, the yeah, yeah, niche the small, expert. Yeah, Haley Haley's going to have a gold boat on her on the on her front yard. I mean, it's like for sure. like it's it's like we're all we we America loses, we win on the Marjorie Taylor Greene Veep pick. It would be hilarious, but I don't see it happening. No, people don't talk to me here. <laughs> Only a few people do. Oh God, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send them your way. I'm gonna let them know. Yeah. I, I, I send people to Dapper Gander every now and then, and Frederick Brennan. I'm gonna be like, hey, you gotta talk to Haley. Her is in a white room. Walk. She's on top. <laughs> of shit. She fucking knows this shit. She knows this shit cold. God damn you. Let's <laughs> talk to her. Blow her up. But um, and that brings us to our Chairman Walkman question of the week, which is, uh, which Q drop do you think is the peak of Q? And um, I can't answer this anymore. We're not in them like we were. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if Haley has a has a swing here because I, I I know my answer. No, so. I literally only know the first one by like because I mean I know I've read you know it's like you know a few of them but like only yeah. the first one by like heart. <laughs> right, they're all in one ear out the other. Uh, yeah. my my favorite cue drop for the for like the kind of like that stuff outside the first 72 because the first 72 are the spy novel the bullshit and then at the very end he's like oh right we conquered saudi arabia all that stuff about hillary was just a jokey joke okay everyone's good now we can reset the narrative uh my favorite one is uh q drop uh 153 that's the moloch one where like literally um he declared that uh he's like why did trump run for president what was in it for him and um, he says, did he want to make the U.S. world a better place for his family and those good and decent people who have been long taken advantage of? Perhaps you could not stomach the thought of mass murders occurring to satisfy Moloch. And it's just this long diatribe about how Trump's like the greatest hero in the world. And then it includes this shit about how... Um, why hours after the election did seven people travel to an undisclosed location to hold a very private and highly secured slash guarded meeting? I love that bit of world building. Who were the seven people? Where did they go? What did they talk about? I mean, it's just like the fact that he didn't say, why did Obama, Soros, Clintons, Gates, he was like, why did seven people? And it's like, well, you just like build, letting people spin that yarn for themselves. Why did they make that up and all that kind of stuff? And um, the other thing in this in that Q drop that I love so much is that he he made it a big point that not giving a concession speech is fucking suspect as shit. He says, "Why didn't HRC give a concession speech? When was the last time a presidential candidate didn't personally give a concession speech?" And um, the thing that's funny about this is, A, Hillary conceded the morning after the election, like literally the night when it looked like she was going to lose. John Podesta like ran out to the podium and was like, 
Uh, everybody, just go home. Uh, we we know what's happening. We know what it's likely to happen, but we'll we'll address it tomorrow. Sorry, everybody, that uh, America is now going to be in the grip of supreme evil for four years at least. Yeah, this sucks. Um, sorry, everyone. Uh, catch you tomorrow. And I've actually posted this and been like, Hillary gave a concession speech. Here's links to it. And she did. She conceded at like 10 in the morning the next day. And all these QAnon people were like, Q was talking about not conceding the night of the election. That's what he meant. But it's like, well, that's not what he said. He said she didn't give a concession speech. Like, I would think the com- communications manager for the most important military operation in the world would speak clearly and not fuck up like this. But the best part about it is it's like, he's like, why didn't she concede? What is the nefarious meaning of it? Smash cut to Donald Trump in the year 2023. I still have not conceded the 2020 election. I was screwed and ripped off and it's a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, but you said not conceding is bad. Why didn't you concede, Donnie? And um, the last part of this thing, um, I'll try to be shorter than the JoJo question, but uh, the last part of the thing I love, <laughs> Is the uh, yeah, yeah, I was the one who's gone on. No, 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 I know, I'm kidding with you. But <laughs> the last part I love about this Q drop is the is the d- delicious little uh, l- little dash of racism at the end where he, thro- where he throws in this thing about the border being open and unsecured. And um, he was like, What happens if the border remained open and the MSM continued to brainwash? At what point do patriots? And hardworking men and women become the minority. That's right. Them lazy immigrants are just going to pour over the border until you hardworking people, read white, are no longer the majority of America. Thank God Trump built the wall and the MSM can't brainwash anymore. And now we're safe. Ah, praise be. So, yeah. Q drop 153. The best. Truly the greatest. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, what are you guys <laughs> looking forward to? It's our final question, as always. Super Bowl. Super Bowl whatever number. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. 57. 57. Super Bowl 57. Chiefs forever. So, so how do you – so what is your confidence level on a scale of 1 to 10 going into the game? Uh, Five or six. Uh, we have a lot of hurt <laughs> players. The Eagles – uh, have the exact same record as us, and while the NFC is weaker, uh, I don't know the Chiefs. There's my dog. Um, the Chiefs uh, have been, you know, wildly inconsistent, in especially the first half. So I don't know, and I haven't. We didn't play the Eagles, so I I don't watch a ton of football. I have not watched the Eagles play once this year, so yeah. I don't know what they actually look like. So. They're just an evil shadow hovering, looming over yeah. here. The, I, I'm going to give uh, my confidence level a six. Obviously, I want the Chiefs to win, but um, they can be, they can just like do things that are just baffling. Like, obviously, we beat the Cincinnati with like three seconds left. So, uh, you know, I never count the other team out. So, yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl. I'm looking yeah. for a Super Bowl. Yes. Haley, what are you looking forward to? Um, not the Super Bowl because I don't know much about sports. Uh, what what makes Eagles fans climb poles more? I learned about this. Is it when they win or lose? Well, when they win, typically they, when they win. There, win? Yeah, there, there was a bit. There's a big conversation about how you guys are not greasing the street poles in Phoenix. Yeah, so, this is how I like, learned. Because like Philadelphians are like spider monkeys that will just climb anything should you give them the chance to secure purchase upon that object. So yes. Well. 
I hope, no offense, that they win then because I think it'd be funny. Offense. I'm sorry. I don't actually care. They could whoever wins is fine. <laughs> but uh actually what I'm looking forward to is my friend sent me this video literally in the middle of us recording and it's a video about how uh there's a a conspiracy about Atlantis and El Dorado in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so I'm going to watch that after we're done. Yeah, I'm looking awesome. forward to it. I know. I'm like, I oh. wish I could click on this. <laughs> oh, that's, that's delicious. I yeah, love it's... it. <laughs> right up my um, alley. I, uh, I will uh, back Sarge's play and being, being a fan of the upcoming Super Bowl. And uh, I am looking forward to the game re- remaining under 51 points. That's right. I'm a miserable piece of shit who bets unders. I love betting unders. Uh, I think this game is going to be very rock fighty because Philadelphia runs the ball a ton. And uh, people think the Chiefs are this, like, fast-strike offense that scores touchdowns lightning quick. It's really not the way they are anymore. The Chiefs are more like a 10-play drive, chew up, chew up. Mahomes converts a couple of key third downs, and then they finally get the touchdown to Kelsey at the end. So I just think that this is going to be a kind of uh, slow-moving game. And, uh, like, I push on 27-24 being the final score, which is a lot of points. So if yeah. the final score is like if the final score is like 24-21, I win. So I definitely am in favor of the under. So that's where I'm going with this and that's what I'm looking forward to. So uh, that concludes, hopefully, a successful episode of the Adventures in Hill World. Uh, you can find Haley at Arizona Right Wing Watch or uh, AZ underscore RWW on Twitter. Um, so uh, please follow her. She's awesome. Uh, you, you national people. Oh, Marjorie... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Marjorie Taylor Greene is the vice presidential nominee, I demand you people give her attention. <laughs> um, beyond all that, uh, if you enjoy the podcast and all the f- dumb fun and frivolity we do, uh, please go to uh, patreon.com slash poker politics. And for $5 a month, you can get bonus content. Um, I've been dealing with some stuff recently, but that's hopefully over and I'll be doing more solo bonus podcast content and we will try to get the gang together for more group content in the near future. Watch uh, JoJo's. Yep. Watch <laughs> JoJo. Uh, if you don't got money, just give us a five star review on whatever app you're listening to, uh, game the algorithm, tell people we're awesome. Put hell world in your name on social media, grow the brand, help us make us powerful and strong and big. All of those good things. If you've got money and you don't want to give us to us clowns, uh, please go to uh, love146.org. They are a a group dedicated to the eradication of child trafficking and human trafficking, which is awesome. And is what QAnon always talks about doing, but they're full of shit. They don't care. They just want to call people. They don't like pedophiles. Uh, Shout out to DJ Minimal Effort for our theme song. Um, Yeah, he's not on social media. He sucks. Uh, Frosty VO, who does our bumps and the voice of Q when we need it, is on social media at that handle, at Frosty VO. So give him a shout out if you need any voiceover work, because he's incredible and good. Uh, beyond all that, I think I've touched all the bases. So uh, this is uh, Mike Rains signing off for Sarge and Haley. Good speed, Patriots.